And then we started talking about Kenobi, and I said, oh, I don't think it's that good. He goes, well, that's because you're an adult now. I was like, oh. Does he like Star Wars, George? Does he follow your passion, or do you follow his? <clears throat> I follow his passion. But his passion has waned since he became middle class. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead to me now. Welcome to episode 14 of the Company Dumb podcast. With the boys, as Lewis likes to say. Last week we spoke about many different things. We got into a bit of a rambling on different topics, but I still think it was quite interesting, nevertheless. To start with this week, I want to touch on something that George said. Ah, is this what you've just been speaking about earlier? Yeah, because I was oh, I listened to it back and I thought I can't I can't let this stand. Yeah, I've been fact checked. I think no, it's, no, you haven't been fact checked. Oh, you haven't been fact checked. And I was like, we can't, we can't. I don't feel right spreading this misinformation. <laughs> oh, but false it's not misinformation. But I just want to say a consensus on climate change and its human cause exists. A scientific consensus. Multiple studies published in peer-reviewed scientific journals show that human activities are the primary cause of the observed climate warming trend over the century. Okay. I think you just not found the right expert. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, I, I feel like last week I probably come across as a bit of a conspiracy theory. You, you come across as a climate change sceptic. Yeah. Minimising, as in, not in the fact that you're saying... It doesn't exist. I think you're saying it does exist. But nevertheless, it's still dangerous to assume or to minimise the negative impact of climate change. Mm. And that is part of being a climate sceptic. Okay. And this creates belief and uncertainty, uncertainty about climate change, mm. which causes delay in public policy. Oh, very good, very nice. I would, yeah, I don't... I, I want to build more nuclear power plants. That's just how I feel. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I just think building wind farms is... Global no, does part, exist. Part of Later climate shit. change is building nuclear power plants. Why, don't we, why aren't we building more of them? Because they cost a lot more than wind farms, I think, mm. I believe. Well, million guaps. Way <laughs> more than that. And they take such a long time to, to create. So like a Hinkley Point, when was that commissioned? Like fucking, maybe a decade ago. Oh, they're still fucking at it, aren't they? More than that. Mm. It's a big job. And part of the problem with nuclear power plants, it's crazy, I wish we started this already, but is that people, because of Chernobyl and Fukushima, excuse me, people are very sceptical about it, but what they don't realise is that actually nuclear power is very safe. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah, Compare, if... Especially compared to these nuclear power plants that we had decades ago, right? <laughs> And yeah. people shouldn't be scared of them. We should be embracing nuclear how, energy. How long? And hold on. For example, in France, they don't have massive energy issues at the moment in terms of price because they spent a lot of money on developing nuclear power plants. They invested mm. early. Yes. And therefore, they're not so reliant <clears throat> on uh, fossil fuels. Yeah. Russian gas yeah. and oil. Yeah. And so the prices haven't gone up. They haven't fit all the felt the hit of increased Say Hinkley Point, for example, like that's been going for quite some time now. How long do you think that would take to pay itself off effectively? Oh, fucking ages, mate. Not another 10 years after it's done. I think the taxpayers are still paying for their oh, nuclear, really? nuclear, yeah, nuclear power. That's, that's the other thing, isn't it? <clears> but, but a but lot of money to build, a lot of time, and then it's a lot of time for them to pay themselves off. Yeah. But, you know, Germany, for instance, speak about climate change and it's all this, all great, all good, but 
they got rid of all their, or they decommissioned all their nuclear power plants, went back to fossil fuel, mm. why didn't they just keep them? I bet they wish they did now. Can, can you recommission them? Yeah, exactly. Easily? I bet they do, yeah. Can you I, recommission I, them all? Yeah, there's, I think it could... It might be in Austria, it might be in Sweden. It's one of those two countries, I'm pretty sure. There's a nuclear power plant where they built it, and they held a referendum to ask if they should turn it on, and the public said, no, yeah, don't turn it on. That's ridiculous. And so now it's just there as like a museum and like a training place. Well, when I was in Denmark, actually, Copenhagen, they've got a power plant there that I think, it, I don't know what it is, or an energy facility as such. They've got a ski slope on the roof of it. <laughs> they've used it in the Olympics before. Was, uh, it, was it built out of Lego? No. <laughs> It's. I went on a boat tour and it was there. It's pretty interesting. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't a nuclear power plant. I don't know what it was. Some sort of energy facility. Yeah, yeah and they do stuff on top of it on the roof. That's it's cool. that fucking big. That is cool. Yeah. Either way, I just wanted. I didn't want our podcast to be associated with climate change skepticism. Yeah, it's a serious topic, and I think perhaps in real though, in some ways, maybe <laughs> people. I'm going to say I agree, but I don't think I fully agree. But you were saying that you don't like the hysteria that mm. comes right in terms of the world is doomed. Yes, and you're probably correct in some way in the fact that the world's not going to end mm. in our lifetime. Because yeah. of climate change, but we will certainly feel many of the effects, and our lives will be worse as a consequence of hitting the tipping point. We're fucking it up for our bloodlines, maybe a hundred years down the line. Yeah, you know future I mean? generations. But even within our generation, you'll still feel the effects of climate change. Well, especially, well maybe not in a developed country like the UK, but in certainly some of these they, they underdeveloped. There might come a point where, like, you know, like start putting a fucking cap on energy. Like you can only use this much because. The, the planet can't handle it. I don't know. There's a sketch. Well, first of all, let me then apologise, okay, <laughs> to all the listeners. I'm not a climate sceptic. I just believe that it's best left to the nerds in the lab to work out, stop gluing yourself to roads. And that's what I've got to say about that. But in that case, do you think there is enough pressure on these nerds and scientists and it's not even the nerds and scientists though either because to for them to do their job mm. there needs to be policy that's put in place is there enough pressure on the government <sighs> to put that policy in place i just don't look at the paris see, agreement just, and people the government don't really stick to that i just don't understand how there can be an ozone layer if the world is flat don't <laughs> <laughs> explain that to me uh, what's, the, <laughs> what's the paris agreement uh, it was a, it's, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but Familiar George listeners. might know a bit better. But um, Paris Agreement is basically an agreement with all like the G7 countries, or maybe a lot more than that. I think it's bigger than that. I think it's the whole world. Yeah, to hit certain climate change milestones, so like reduce carbon emissions, blah, blah, blah. Ah, right, okay. Mm. But, Trump pulled out of that bitch. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. And not many countries adhere to it. If I'm honest, the UK do, obviously they're not, not hitting the milestones, I don't think, but they do better than most countries. So, like, um, I think 50% of our energy comes from renewables. Yeah, we're trying. But we're mm. in the lucky position, the fact that, you know, we have so much coast. We're fucked if... We yeah. can put wind farms, well, offshore wind farms. Mm. It's easier for us to we're do that. We're fucked if we do and we're fucked if we don't, really, mate. People complain, don't they? I don't want a wind farm here. I don't want a solar farm there. But at the end of the day, these probably the people that are saying, oh, yeah, we're f destroying the planet. But that's not so true, though, because... You know, if you go to America, for instance, and you look at uh, California 
and Arizona and all the deserts. Cali. All the deserts that nobody lives in. Yeah. You could put massive solar. solar. Why don't they then? Because it costs money. It's expensive. Yeah, there's massive hysteria up the road here when they built one in a nearby village. And at the end of the day, it's on the outskirts of the village. Can't really see it. It's good for the planet. It's a difficult one. It's a difficult They're one. massive. Solar energy is very expensive, isn't it? No, it's cheaper than fossil now. Is it? What, to create the solar panels yeah, and stuff yeah. like that? They oh. are getting more efficient. I thought they were awfully expensive to like, fix. Uh, you know, Everything is to begin create. with, but the longer time goes on, exactly. the better they are. I mean, like yeah. computers used to take up a whole floor of a building, and now you've got one in your pocket. Exactly. Yeah, time, yeah, time. Think about that. But, I mean, I do agree. I mean, I read a report the other day about log burners produce more tiny particles in your home than a HGV would. Yeah. Carcinogenic. Yeah, so we should stop burning things. It makes sense. I completely agree. I I think there will be taxes on log burners at some point, if you have them. Yeah, Yeah, probably. There were plenty of things that people used to do that we don't do anymore. I mean, you can't bring them back. You just got to accept that some things are naughty. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do them anymore. People yeah. still will, wouldn't they? So I just wanted to cover yeah. that off, basically. Just wanted to, yeah, don't want to be associated. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I did feel like I probably came off like a bit of a conspiracy now. <laughs> but also, <laughs> another thing, though, what I was wrong about, um, which is quite interesting, I did a bit of reading after Ju- I was listening, I was editing the podcast, and I thought it was, thought it was quite interesting, George, talking about um, law and how it's based on Christian values and mm. Christian faith. Religion, yeah. And it and all the reading, I was, I was doing it, all the reading. I did a bit of brief reading on it, and it is true. A lot of, like, our laws are based on the principle of the morals. Yeah, from, religious values. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, not thieving from people, you know, love thy neighbour, being an upstanding citizen. Did I hear you say earlier that the number, the crime rates were lower when people followed religion? Yeah, so that's another thing I was going to come on to. Yeah, George's right on that so historians have done a lot of seems to be a lot of research on criminality and religion and a lot of studies um, i mean i just did brief reading on this so don't quote me but i, I tried to read a systematic review on it I, I don't have the freaking access to them anymore now <laughs> not at university so i can't read the whole paper but i can at least read the ab- abstract <laughs> and it was saying that a lot of the studies point to the fact that in more religious times, there were less crime, and crime's gone up since mm. uh, the decline of re- religiosity, mm. which is quite interesting. I think religion probably also gives people a sense of community as well, so maybe yeah. communities are tighter, and so you're less likely to act out. I don't know, just and apparently now, even now, churchgoers are less likely to be criminals. Mm. Very peaceful people, you know? For the most part, yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. I think it's a misconception that they all, you know, child, they all molest children or like to blow themselves up. Like religious extremists in either direction are in the niche. I would say, like, just nailed on the head. No matter what segment of society you look at, there's Mm. always going to be bad apples. Yeah, Yeah, always. Do you know what I was thinking about yesterday? This is going to take us to another level. Go on, hit us with it, Lee. The perfect crime. What is it? (laughs) And how do you commit it? I reckon George has got a good one on this. Um... This just come into my head while I was driving the car. I don't know why. I was just thinking, what is the perfect crime? So there's a crime that took place a while ago, and George was talking about it, and the guy still hasn't been found. So oh, fucking random. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fucking wild. Old DB Cooper. Yeah, that's it. They never found him. Yeah, so he. I don't know if you, did I tell you this verse about DB Cooper? No. He hijacked a plane, I think, in the 1970s. 
And he got he got on the plane and he handed a note to the air hostess saying D's got a bomb or something D's like nuts. that. D's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sticker, bitch. Yeah. And uh, so she said, do you have a grudge against the airline? And he said, no, ma'am, I've just got a grudge, which I thought was pretty cool one-liner from him. Anyway, they landed at a different airport. Everybody got off apart from the air hostess, the pilots, and this bloke. They got the money onto the plane and four parachutes. And then they took off again, heading towards a different city. And then the plane, I forget what kind of plane it was. You guys can read about this from Wikipedia and get all the, the precise facts. The back opened up like so people could get on and off. The back opened up? Yeah, so yeah. there's like a stairs at the back. Oh, okay. Bit like one of those big cargo planes. I was going to say, it sounds like a cargo plane rather than a passenger plane, yeah, isn't it? this was the 70s, yeah. Anyway, he strapped something around the briefcase around him or whatever and jumped out the back. They never found him. Still to this day? Still to this day, never found him. How much money did he get, do you know, roughly? I can't remember. It was a couple hundred grand, I think. Fucking hell. They had so many different... Oh, what happened to the air hostess and the pilot? They survive, I presume. Well, he told the air hostess to get in with the pilots, and then they heard the back open up, and then when they went and checked, he'd gone. They searched at the areas of where they thought he would be, all the suspects. They thought, well, he must have had parachute training. Was he a Green Beret? All these sorts of things. That's so fucking random, And then there was it? copycat crimes afterwards where people tempted the same thing, and they all got caught. What the fuck did he do? Nobody knows. Nobody found him. Nobody found a body. Nobody found any of the notes until a couple of years later, some money from the ransom washed up on a riverbank somewhere, but they hadn't been in there long enough for them to have fallen in there in the first place. Off the head, this what? is me. What? They hadn't been in the river? That long. Oh, so they'd just been dropped in there. Yeah, yeah. recently. Yeah. How when, mad when, is that? When was that? Uh, this was in the 70s, I think. OJ, I think Jamie's pulling it Yeah, up. <laughs> OJ, pull that up. Yeah, I've got it here. 1971. That's mental. It was a Boeing 727. Oh, lovely. A Northwest Orient Airlines. Oh, yes. He extorted $200,000, but that's the equivalent of $1.3 million in 2021. Yeah. He was asked to be flown to Mexico City, then parachuted to an uncertain fate over southwestern Washington partway through the second flight. A small portion of the ransom was found along the banks of Columbia River in 1980, which triggered renewed interest, but ultimately only deepened the mystery. How many years down the line was that, sorry? When did he... It was 71, he did it, and they were found in 1980. Fucking hell. Which triggered renewed interest, but ultimately only deepened the mystery. The great majority of the ransom remains unrecovered. The man purchased his airline ticket using the alias Dan Cooper but because of a news miscommunication became known in popular culture as D.B. Cooper. That's mental. That is fucking epic. So what, That's such yeah. a cool story. What we're talking, has he got another man on the ground? Did he, did he plan all this out to precision? Well, there was, apparently he mentioned when they were in the plane that they were close to a military airbase and like he knew where he was or, but it was dark when he jumped out and it was raining and he didn't. That would be fucking there's, scary. There's so many variables and they, they, like I said, they narrowed down these suspects, loads of them, thinking that they had the right qualifications or the right skills or, you know, people that didn't turn up to work and that sort of thing. Yeah, people, them... This man just disappeared. Fucking mad. Yeah, well, you certainly couldn't do that now. The and crime then... remains the only unsolved case of air piracy in the commercial aviation history. Yeah. 
That is the perfect crime. They even released the like serial numbers of the notes and the ransom, hoping that people would look for them and try find it for a reward. And nothing. N- nothing. That's fucking insane. Yeah. They reckon he died. The FBI's best guess is that Cooper did not survive the jump for several reasons. The rainy and dangerous conditions of skydiving on the night of the hijacking, Cooper's lack of proper equipment, the landing area being wilderness, the apparent lack of detailed knowledge Cooper had of his landing area, and the rest of the ransom money never turning up even after decades, suggesting it was never spent. The FBI officially suspended active investigation of the case in July 2016. Fucking hell, so they were on it for a long time. Yeah. 42 years, apparently. What? They even when they were searching one of the areas, they found a dead body, but it was another unsolved mystery. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, like they just can't find it. That's fucking mad. That is mental. Do you reckon some people in the in the wilderness? He died and thought, "Fucking look at this fucking yeah, cash here." Yeah. <laughs> so a fucking little village has now got yeah. like a hospital, yeah. <laughs> a massive church. Yeah. He must. Have, he must have been playing off. their didgeridoo on his Lamborghini. It must have been off. It must have been off his fucking head, mate, to do that. Or he's. He was either very skilled. Yeah. Well, he must have been known what he was doing. He must have been able to parachute. Yeah. yeah he knew doing. about well, the plane. He knew. Was he going on potlucks? Yeah, I think he asked for specific parachutes. I, I don't know. That's why they reckon it was a, like a green beret or some a special forces bloke from Vietnam who had these skills. That's fucking mental. So what do you think is the perfect crime then, Luke? I don't know, really. I'd say theft. Theft of, on a very intelligent scale. Theft of what? Intellectual property? Money. Money, probably. Like what the film's called. They robbed the casinos. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I like them. Do you know what? I think it's virtually impossible Sh- should I, uh, to commit a crime. don't know if I should get that or not. It was my take, dad. We can take a... Yeah, just give me a little breather to see what my dad's wants. So we're just we're just currently talking about the perfect crimes. Perfect crimes. Yes. Oh, I'm your man. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? Well, we've just been talking about a bloke who hijacked hijacked a plane. It landed. He he wanted he got money delivered onto the plane. He jumped out the back of the plane on another flight somewhere else, and he was never found. All the money. Oh, fucking fair play to him. D.B. Cooper, was it? Mm. Check him out, lad. Uh, fair play. Ne- never found the money. Wow. Or him. Uh, or him. But was it the perfect crime for him because he's then got to live as a fugitive on the run for the rest of his life? Well, they, they looked into it for 42 years and they called it off. Yeah, he might have died, mightn't he? Somebody might have known what he's done and killed him for the money. Maybe, yeah. Well, that is a secret to that's gone with him. <laughs> Is there such a thing as a perfect crime? One must ask oneself, wasn't one? Yeah, well, that's what we're going to discuss shortly. Okay, I'll leave you to it. Okay, bye-bye, Dad. Bye-bye. That's Lewis's dad working out how to make the perfect crime. So, the perfect crime... Oh, I was saying that... The Ocean's Five, that's cool. Ocean's Eleven. I think it's virtually impossible to pull off a crime nowadays with the amount of surveillance... As my dad just said, is there the perfect crime? Yeah, exactly. Like this technology's moved on so far now that it's so like phones, tracking phones. You have to, be, you'd have to think of every single risk. Put in a bag. Like, like for example, I was Please watching Twenty Four Hours. No, it wasn't Twenty Four Hours. It was, it was a sort of a series on BBC about organised crime, and basically these this crime, this drug gang had. 
killed another sort of two drug dealers. They were low, low level drug dealers, but Bloods they were on the their crepes. patch. On their patch, this is in the UK. And they killed them. Mm. And they were clever enough to not take their phones with them, right? But the dumb motherfuckers, well, you say dumb, they just didn't think about this. That's all they, it takes. They all, yeah, they all met afterwards at a gym. So what basically, right, strike that verse at Willy Wonka. We'll go back to the start. So uh, <laughs> there, it was a, there was like six of them and two of them did the shooting, right? Mm. But before, they all met up someone's house beforehand. They handed their phones, the people who were doing it, to the people in the house. Mm. And they then drove off in different directions. So when there were police looking back at the GPS data... That's pretty clever. They weren't there at the scene. Yeah. But... They all met up at a gym afterwards, mm. and the gym had CCTV, oh. and they've got video image of them handing them back their phones. Oh, oh yeah, oh, stupid. Yeah, mate. But it's, you know, you don't. They probably thought they were had it all Being planned. Clever, yeah. And they didn't. They didn't think. Oh shit! The gym's got CCTV. How did they know they ended up at the gym? I presume their, their all their phones ended up there, didn't yeah. they? So like, tracked so, yeah, them all there. So, yeah. Can you can you track a phone? Honest movement. Tell you what, phone. It's fucking scary, like the amount of like stuff police can get based on your phone. Like, I thought you had to be on a phone call to track your phone. No, mate, not nowadays. Especially with location services yeah. turned on. Yeah, always. it's off the head. And like, you take a video of something, take a picture. It's got metadata that you can't see mm. against that picture. Whoa! That yeah. people, if you download the picture, you can get that metadata. Yeah, which is quite interesting. There's a guy on YouTube called Tom Browning Brownlee. And basically, he tracks scammers. Yeah. And he's caught scammers before by finding the metadata on pictures of screenshots they've taken on their home computer. And he tells them where they live and their full name and stuff. Nice. What, what programs do the police use to crack a phone? Because they can get into lock phones and everything, can't they? Uh, what, what are they running? Well, I think what jailbreak system are they running? That's what I've wanted. So they can get into your phone regardless of the, the locks. Security. I it? think with the police and law enforcement, it's a bit of cat and mouse, though, with iPhones, because Apple won't provide a backdoor deliberately so law enforcement can get in. What about Samsung? Maybe it's different for, for Android. Yeah. But I used to get into iPhones when I worked yeah. at that How place. did you do that, George? Email the customer and ask him for the password. Or what else would you do? Nothing. If you if they didn't give you the password, there's nothing you could do with yeah, an iPhone. A few phones you tried, didn't you? Using oh, yeah, 10 well, of the most common used yeah, passwords. People who didn't reset their phone at all and just handed it in as if they just took it out of their pocket. Yeah, I just guessed the password on it. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Because Nine times out of ten, it was one of yeah. the top five passwords. Fucking yeah. ridiculous. Fucking zero, 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 one, two, three, That's four, five, 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 five. It's all about a strong password. We can, get on, we can get. I could go on about personal security and yes. data phrases, but but yeah, yeah. just on that. Um, we're talking about perfect crime. Yeah, so you know, with all technology and everything, you're tracked by surveillance. I think London's one of the most got the most cameras per square meter in the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like you, you can't, you can't after go invisible. Chi- after yeah. Shenzhen, I think. Yeah. Sh- so like, Chen you, Chen. Chen. <laughs> or when you think about, it, we've touched on this before. Ring, ring, um, yes, 
that's, doorbells. That's not mobile CCTV. Yeah, mm. like you know, it could commit a crime. You've got the car leaving or entering a close. Witnesses. Just find someone. Witnesses as well. Yeah, so, yeah. it's so tough, mate. It's Motorbike so tough. blokes with GoPros on or dash yeah, cams. Dash cams. Oh yeah, they, literally, yeah. literally, you are tracked by everything. Everybody's recording everything. It's fucking insane. Mate. It is insane. I mate. don't think you can get away with much these days. Not in a Western country. I mean, if I was to do something really fucking, uh, just example, spitballing here, murder someone, mm. I'd do it, get it done with, I wouldn't say anything, and then I'd probably book a flight and go out of here. Mm. Where'd you go? I don't know, but, you know, by the time it all sort of unra- unraveled itself here, you'd be fucking across the world somewhere. You'd have to go into a country where... Uh, if I went to Australia, for example, could no, the police? You yeah, but you, you wouldn't do it. Because you wouldn't could, be able to get away with it because could they come and get me? Well, the, the they the UK police couldn't, but they could ask the Australian police to detain uh, okay. you and yeah. then deport you back to the UK. Yeah, look at Julian Assange. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> the WikiLeaks founder. Oh, was the American dude? So, no, he's Swedish, I think. Yeah, isn't he? and so he. Oh, he got fucked, didn't he? So what he, was WikiLeaks? Sorry again. So WikiLeaks was um, a I'm place so where like leaked footage or whistleblowers yeah, yeah, from yeah. like inside these like massive like US and UK probably cool shit yeah like some like high highly confidential Area Fifty One business no I don't think it gets that far it gets more like stuff like military that's still cool though military secrets and stuff like that or like humanitarian like dodgy dealings and so stuff I like suppose that. he thought he was clever and they caught him. No, so it's quite interesting. So I think he was tri- he was not put on trial, but he was detained in like Sweden or something for sexual crimes or something against some mm. women. They're meant to be made up crimes essentially because the US just wanted to get have any back. reason to get him, yeah. Then he what's the word called when you extradite? Yeah, it's extradition. They want to extradite into the US. Nice. But no, but what's it when he sought asylum? In with Ecuador, okay, but he got stuck in the UK, so he was staying in the Ecuadorian embassy. Embassy, and you couldn't obviously Ecuador give them asylum, and they were saying we're not going to deport him for some reason. I don't know why a country would do that. Yeah, are they letting you walk free in that country? Are they keeping yeah, you in Yeah, pre- yeah, yeah. That's, they're saying, that's they're saying we're not going to abide by what the US and the UK want to do. Yeah, which is a bit strange. Why would they? Because it is a you fully know it's criminal. Well, it's just you. It's bad relations. For Ecuador these probably had a grudge against America. Yeah, I know, but I wonder South what for. Well, because America was at a bit of naughtiness. It would be they? something like that. <laughs> In it would South be something America like that. during the Cold War. Yeah. Eventually, though, that the problem is they were like they give that asylum up, and therefore that's why he's been detained. So where is he now? In prison. Yeah, they got tired of him, didn't they? Huh? They got tired of him being there. <laughs> Probably, yeah. He was pissing people off. <laughs> Probably. He's fucking they just washed their hands of it. And he I must think be a they, very intelligent fella. He's in court. I think, so. I think he went to court, didn't he? In the UK court. Yeah. Was, he, was he getting and exposing all these secrets or were people giving He was him... just the founder of it. Okay. He was the founder of it. So I guess you could say... Did he, he run implicit. the site then, yeah? Well, run the site. I don't know. It's just a fact. He was just the founder. I don't say any... He, he, WikiLeaks is a big... It's still going. It's an organisation. Oh, oh, I thought he was a one-man army running it. No. Oh, he no. He's not the only... It probably was then. originally. Okay. But so it's basically... I guess you would call it investigative journalism. If I try and go on it now, will I get fucking arrested? No. Cool. But if you uploaded some dodginess to it... 
fuck off me to upload, pal. Yeah. I've, got, I've got nothing. I guess the, a perfect crime... One you get away with, mate. Just one you get away with, isn't it? So <laughs> I think perhaps, like, niche little crimes. Like, I like the intelligence behind them. I'm not intelligent enough to do it. Do you think... Like the Ocean series, they are fucking brilliant. Yeah, but that's yeah, but a film, mate. Fictional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a like, film, but a lot of the plot. All these grand schemes and these grand heists, like in the, I think, the late 1800s... I might have talked about this already, actually, so I'm going to... Better with the about the scam with the... Yeah, the telecom yeah. scam. Yeah. yeah, but they still got caught. All these people get caught in the end. The bigger the prize, the more likely you are to get caught. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. are going to go after you. yeah. People get greedy as well, and that normally gets you caught. Greed yeah. gets you caught. My dad's always said that. You know, in Ameri- even American Americans Secret Service can't get away with doing things. I thought it was like Wolf of yeah. Wall Street. Yeah, you know what I mean? Wolf of like, Wall Street, John Balfour, he got caught in the end, didn't he? Thought yeah, he was going to evade it. People always get fucking caught in the end, mate. If you're like a high-level criminal, like, unless you're... i tell you what, unless you're part of... And they did get caught to a degree, but if you're part of, like, the mafia, mm. think... They get somewhat protection. Yeah, but that's the money, man. Do they live a good life? Always on the run. Yeah, and I suppose the people they kill tend to be other mob people. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's true. I guess the perfect crime, I guess, would be if you manage to put the blame on someone else. So if you believe any oh. of the JFK conspiracy theories, you know, they're from their perspective, it's like, okay, well, it's Lee Harvey Oswald's fault. But then someone killed him too, and it's just a big whoa. And then people, you know, and then if you'd say it's a conspiracy, people think you're a nutter. But they still won't <laughs> release all the files, will they? About the grass, the JFK. The, who was on? Who was on the grassy knoll? Yeah. Why, <laughs> why was he in Cuba? All these different. Do they know things. who actually shot him in the end? Well, they say it's Lee Harvey Oswald. That's a still, it's still like the ghost to show how little interest I've taken anything. The, <laughs> the Texas Book Depository, I think it was. Blew his fucking brains out, didn't they? Yeah, but he had fucking to be a good shot. shot. Yeah, yeah, sweet shot. Then they fucking the reckon... fucking Medulla shot, mate. The, the pink <laughs> mist, boy. I reckon they... The original montage clip. I saw... <laughs> <laughs> I saw some of people were like, oh, it was his wife in the car, did it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so his brains were coming outside of his head before, before the gunshot. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he practiced on uh, Gillied Up on Cod 4. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ludicrous, isn't it? Yeah, but then, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know if I believe it is a conspiracy theory. Probably. probably. Did, did anyone ever take responsibility for 9 11? Was that Al Qaeda? Yeah. Bin Laden did, yeah. yeah. Oh, he took full responsibility for that. Yeah. They did get him in the end, didn't they? Exactly. Yeah, That's another did, thing you yeah. can't get away with. But oh, he yeah, was on the yeah. for ages, mate. Not brushing over that. He, did, he, didn't, he, did, he got no, caught in the yeah, end. No one could find him, but he got found he in got the found. end. How did they find him? Uh, mate, you need to watch... What's the film? Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty, even though it's quite fictional. I've read, if you read the Wikipedia, it's quite interesting, but one of the reasons, I'm not saying it's the sole reason, but kids used to play cricket mm. outside of this the area he was living and it was all fenced around the outside yeah and every time like they hit a ball over they would never throw it back they would incinerate it and so i'm not saying this is the only reason obviously mm. but they found that quite suspicious they were like why would you be so worried about a cricket ball because they thought it was the u.s oh. like intelligence you know yeah. some cameras and stuff like that there's more to it that another thing they did another thing they did which is quite interesting they the US intelligence ran a fake vaccine 
program mm. just so they could try and find his DNA. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have any... So what they did, they didn't actually give them vaccines. They just were taking people's blood samples. Did they have any DNA to go against? I guess so. They must have done. Mm, where'd they get that from? Who knows, mate. But it's quite interesting. Mm, yeah, it is interesting. And it's interesting, another one I that... thought the SAS were on it. No, it wasn't the SAS, was it? No, it's the Navy SEALs. Ah, uh, that's not the equivalent, isn't it, of the Yanks? I think there's a few special forces. In yeah, they're pretty cool, there. aren't they? Blew him away. Another thing, he was, <laughs> the thing is, part of the reason I think he was undercover so long is because, was it Iran or Iran or Iraq? It must have been Iran, no, was it? What's the, or Pakistan? He was hiding in Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they helped cover him up. Mm. Because the US didn't tell Pakistan that they were going, they found him and they were going to, because they didn't want them to alert him. Yeah. It's fucking mad, mate. Yeah, I mean, the Taliban are all trained in Pakistan. Yeah, they are, yeah, yeah. Pakistan got a lot of sense for. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny, I was watching The Boys season three. Almost watched that. It, there's a character called Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, <laughs> tell him. <laughs> no, he, uh, he's from the, like, the Cold War and he gets taken by spoilers for The Boys. Anyway, he comes, he, they break him out. And so he's come back to America, but it's been like 30, 40 years. And he was talking about like the Mujahideen. And he's like, what the fuck were we doing in Afghanistan? Those were the good guys. He goes, they were solid people. And he was talking about how Bill Cosby was America's dad and all this sort of stuff. And the character here is like, there's a lot to unpack there, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes to show how things Didn't they? Uh, did they chuck Bin Laden's body in the sea? Yeah. yeah. Was that? Why was that? Because they didn't want... A martyr. Yeah. They didn't want people to f- go to his place of death and have it as like a shrine yeah cool and which which ocean did he go in any ideas i got no idea do you, do you know what i say fucking good yeah absolutely tremendous it's fucking tremendous. mad to be honest mate. it yeah. is mad it just goes to show that well i, I, I always thought he's hiding in a cave stereotypically but he wasn't was he, he was living in a he house. maybe has at one point before he yeah. went to yeah. in the middle of fucking buttfuck nowhere he was in a little compound like a little hole didn't he <laughs> Yeah, he had a fucking sick gaff. To be fair, yeah, I had like five five wives. Yeah, they still got him, and they got he had he used to play computer games. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> what the fuck? He had when they they basically took a lot of documents and stuff when they before they left. Yeah, and they took like his CD collection. He had fucking porn. Oh yeah, he had a good yeah, fat, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had loads of porn. If, if you had a few computer games, mate, I wonder what he played. And you know. I think he was an Arsenal fan as well. I'm not even fucking lying. Jesus. <laughs> was it Osama Bin Laden? It was someone like that. I guess uh, some of the Nazis got away, didn't they? Yeah. Did, on the did people set up to go and find them? Yeah, they there was, did. There was a lot of missions to get them, wasn't there? Some of them were. The Mossad did get one guy. I think it was Eckhart, maybe. Or Eichmann. I think it was Eichmann. Well, he was tracking him down. Tracked him down and got like... I wonder what their family feel like now. You are, sorry. What about their descendants? I think uh, South America's a crazy place, man. Like, there's plenty of pl- places where the Germans went where they all German culture exists. There's even a town in South America where they celebrate, like, a load of Confederates went after the war. And now each year they have a festival where they dress up as Confederates and celebrate the uh, Confederacy. Fucking hell. Just pass down the culture. Is it a bad thing? topic of contention amongst the people that live there some people want to ban it but a lot of the nazis did get caught 
There's there's very few that got away, and there's very few that got away with anything of value either. Did any of them get charged for war crimes or anything like that? Yeah, there's the this Nuremberg little thing trials, called the mate. Nuremberg oh? Trials. The Nuremberg Trials. Matt, I didn't do history. I don't know shit. Yeah, um, but you don't have to have done history to know that the Nuremberg Trials happened. You what? should watch World War Two in colour, mate. No. Some of the later episodes yeah. that talk about Nuremberg Trials and that. It's yeah, quite interesting. The personality test definitely separates us here. Because I think, and I'm, George, oh. correct me if I'm wrong. But on the World War Two in colour, they were saying that actually the US, to begin with, didn't want to put these people on trial. No, they didn't because... It was public pressure or something. Yeah, so bearing in mind a lot of Germans were hoyed off back to America to found a little company called... Lewis, can you guess the name of the company? No. NASA. <laughs> huh? Well, they got all the engineers... And scientists and all these sorts of people back. And Russia did the same. And obviously the closer they got, they were like, oh, well, there's a couple of the big dogs that we've got to take down. But for the most part, it'd be very difficult to put every Nazi on trial from a logistical standpoint because there were so many people that were Nazis, party Nazi party members, where all the, the country wouldn't be able to function, basically, if they hoid all these people off to prison. So they found, like, a water treatment plant in Cologne. A lot of the engineers were Nazi party members. So what do you do? Put them all on trial and they're not having any water. Difficult times. So they got some of the big dogs, but for the most part, they let them go. And the Germans didn't want everybody being vilified either. And they had to create this m- mythology of that the Wehrmacht soldier wasn't always a Nazi and that he was a valiant fella because it would have been detrimental to the country rebuilding if everybody was demonized as evil Nazis. And so they said, well, some people know about the concentration camps, not every Nazi did. And it was this delicate politics, basically, to try and help, you know, create a, a buffer state between them. So, you know, Fucking mad, mate. Yeah, it'd be a very hard time, confusing time to go through. But there's, uh, there's also a fella, I forget his name, because it's some Japanese name, and difficult to remember, difficult to pronounce. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's it. He ran the Japanese equivalent of like Auschwitz and he performed outrageous experiments on people. Unit seven something something, yeah. Which is fucking mental, by the way. If you ever read the Wikipedia on that shit, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. And how that's not a bigger um, thing that's spoke about in World is it War worse II than Auschwitz? Here. Uh, Are you joking, mate? He did some horrific stuff. The whole thing did horrific stuff. Like, they did human experimentation. I guess a little bit like the Nazis, but fucking mad shit. Biological weapons. And these are dropping people on Chinese. Raping people. Oh. Cutting people open when they're alive with no anesthetic. To see what what things would do. They always were a bit like that, weren't they? They were very savage. Well, they were at that time. Well, they again, were in the it's, war so, as well, it's certain people they? that were savage. But the point I'm trying to make about this the particular fella, bomber, mate. Yeah. You know I mean? they, they knew no boundaries. Well, we could get into a whole topic about Bushido, as it's called. But uh, just this fellow in particular did all these horrible things. But his research on biochemical warfare was so thorough that the Americans offered him immunity to come and live in America if they handed over his research. Oh, my and God. And so it helped the, yeah, the Western war. medicine so much because he'd done all these experiments on humans that we wouldn't have been able to do. So he advanced our research on vaccines and stuff so much. Literally. But he was allowed to get away with it. So on that, mm-hmm. and this is a question for you boys, 
Okay. Because I got asked this question um, a while ago when I was working somewhere and someone brought it up. So, as you were saying, but this is under Nazi Germany, similar. There's a guy called Eduard Pernkopf who basically did loads of medical examinations on people inhumanely, mm. like opening people up, basically. And like, look at how nerves work, how cells work. And he created a book called uh, Atlas of Topographical and Applied Human Anatomy, which is the single greatest book in medical history, history for the human anatomy. It tells you everything. Fucking right? hell. But it was created on the basis of yeah. inhuman, right? So in medical field, there's sort of like a split consensus on whether it should be used right because it's this great book that can help you could help humans now yeah it sounds like the bible based on inhumane activity it's come from a bad place if you had a serious medical condition yes would you allow the doctor to use that book to yeah, <laughs> yeah. To yeah. Help you. straight away i would say that like the it's already happened the damage people, is done yeah they've already been experimented on for me personally i would say well that it can't be for nothing then that's, so. what, that's what my view was so, yeah there yeah. is so uh, it was like those people who suffered yeah to create that book would so. probably want you them to be used in the right way yeah exactly. yeah because their yeah, at least their death was used for a positive outcome in the end. Yeah, in the end. It's, um, it's interesting. In the medical field, it's a bit... Yeah, There's I've... always casualties of war, isn't there? There but is. You're like right. It leads on to greater things. Sa- sacrifice. These people didn't, admittedly didn't sacrifice themselves for the greater good. They were probably killed. However... But in the long run, it was for the greater good. Yeah, you can't, unfortunately, turn back the clocks. And do you know what? If we did, and this book was never written, mm. as it wrote... no i think you got it right if it it was never written um where would medical science be today it would definitely hamper uh, we'd probably be there but we there'd probably be things that we we know we 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 would struggle on because we didn't have Mm. the research i remember it would slow everything down it would slow everything down like ethics do ethics boards definitely hold back medical research but i remember having this debate with a lecturer uni because they said that my study was unsafe and potentially unethical <laughs> of course it was <laughs> ethics would hold back research it does hold it back, does back research, research. So, yeah they the, do yeah you know, for the better so is there is there, any, is there any ethics in research do we have to have some ethics in research oh man there's loads of ethical oversight for any for research to go ahead you have to get it past an ethics board Yes. And people say whether it's morally... It's for the greater good, right. but it's very hard to see that at the time, isn't it? Yeah, so, you know, doing outrageous studies on prisoners of war... Why, why was, yeah, why was that ethical. German doctor doing that? Was he doing it for his own research, or was he doing was just it reading for, it. to change... The, the world of he research just did it. So, on the um, human body. We probably wanted it to further the advancement of the right. Yeah, it is widely considered to be the best example of anatomical drawings in the world. It's richer in detail, more vivid in colour than any other. Skin, muscle, tendons, nerves, organs and bone are revealed in graphic detail. It's not the 
it's not for the faint-hearted. With a book often referred to as Pernkoff's Atlas, it's no longer in print and second-hand set. There are several volumes in several thousand. Oh, can't you buy them anymore? That'd be an interesting book to look at, in all honesty. Mm. The book's findings came from the bodies of hundreds of people killed by the Nazis. It is their bodies cut up and dissected that are shown across thousands of pages. Oh, right. Uh, oh, shit. I, I mean, you know, Nazi Germany, for all of whatever you think is a negative regime... They're no different in terms of they wanted to progress science, right? Mm. They're no different to any other country in that regard. Yeah. So it's just the fact that he could get away with it because there was no ethics board to stop him from. I wonder where it would be today things. without that, or ten years ago. Yeah. So surgeons, it's it's split. Some surgeons use it, and some people, some surgeons don't. Yeah. The book goes for thousands of pounds, by the way. Oh, I can't buy one. No. We could pull together. We could start a Kickstarter. We would. Uh, <laughs> we would, don't get me wrong. We would have got there in the medical research world of things, but it would have taken longer. And do you know what? A lot of people probably die on the way, I mean, waiting it, yeah, for that book. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they used to steal bodies from graveyards, didn't they? Scientists to try and yeah, the, perform. Uh, the British didn't do. You know, we weren't all that goody two shoes. We did some pretty nasty stuff. Yeah, we did places. some horrible stuff. And I tell you what, the Americans were also studying eugenics alongside Nazi Germany. So war is very ugly. They like to think themselves of you know eugenics. Yeah, isn't eugenics the eurythmics? Theory of uh, are you talking about like Aryan race and stuff like that? Eugenic isn't eugenics the trying to get out the dispel of the worst genetics and only have the good ones? Yeah, but in a racial context, so like eugenics would be. Well, let me just so like you would you would you would stop people with poor IQ being born or black people being born or in terms people of with America. disabilities and stuff like yeah, that. Well, yeah, you basically like they wanted to. Some people wanted to develop. Weapons that would only target specific genetic yeah. traits. Pe- yeah, so you you basically want a, the perfect human. Yeah, to exist. People are yeah. fucking insane, aren't they? Yeah, they, they are. really are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They're fucking mental. Eugenics is, is a certain it? beliefs of beliefs and practices that aim to improve the genetic quality of a yeah. human population. Historically, by excluding people in groups to be inferior. That's as bad as Germany trying to kill all the Jews, the gays, blue, yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. They're just trying to create the perfect race. Well, yeah. well, in World War II, at the start of World War II, in a don't forget manner. that there was Jewish anti-sentiment... Um, Semitism. Yeah, but as in there's an, like the... Anti-Semites. Yeah, but as in... an anti-Semitism, but there was like, you know, in the Western world, in the UK... Yes. I guess, well, I guess they are anti-Semites, but... There was Jewish scepticism. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Even in the UK, in the Western world. Well, we was unsure on them. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were vilified. They were vilified in the UK. Just on the Jewish thing, I think it's easy for to vilify the minority when things aren't going your way. What does vilify mean, please? To, like, make the enemy. They become villains. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, that makes sense now. So, like, in this country, if we didn't have austerity and the working class wasn't squeezed so hard in certain aspects, when times are not tough, you'll get less people saying, tax the rich more, do this, do this, eat the rich, blah, blah, blah. Because they see the 1% as like, well, there's more than us. So it's your fault, even though... That's true, I do agree. So the same with the Jews, you know, a small minority of people, but they were perceived to be doing better, and so it's easy to, write. eat... I want a bit of that. Yeah, let's make... You need an enemy. Why? For you to be a hero, you, to be a hero, you need to have a super villain, otherwise you're just a person. What yeah, is, that's you've got so to create sides. That's so true. What is the dealio with Jewish people? Why do they circumcise boys? You should know this. The male... 
Because of the sand and the foreskin. And Muslim, I believe. Muslims do it too, don't they? Yeah, I think it's a so. health thing. So when you when they were in the desert, according to what I've read about yeah, Circumcision Hill... Your foreskin's there to protect you from the sand. We need to talk about Circumcision yeah, Hill. So while you're chopping it off, you're exposing it to yeah, the sand. Yeah, but if you've got sand underneath your foreskin, it's going to be chafing the fuck out your bell end, isn't it? So you're going to whip that skin off, boy. Oh, yeah. yeah do they cut the banjo string? That's what I've always wanted to know. Anyone? No idea. I've never been I need that. I need that book. Yeah, you probably would tell you. The circumst- is it all in German by chance? I presume it is. Yeah, I think it probably is. So it's probably translated yeah. versions. Yeah, it's, yeah, circumcision, very interesting. But yeah, it's modern Did day. Did you know? We're not living in the desert now. I researched right, the other day. Mm, and we're, this, the this, cheese. This is a segue, but we've mentioned it loads of times. Cheese, grommet. <laughs> <laughs> we've mentioned yeah. circumcision loads of times. It is. Yeah, circumcision Hill, but, our favourite chapter of the Bible uh, yeah. at primary school. No, no, but did you know, it's, it's not called Circumcision Hill. Oh, it's not. It, we read it as Circumcision Hill. I'm but fucking it's sure I said it. Hold on, I had it on my phone for ages. Let me just. I need to find it. It's not Circumcision Hill. Oh, oh. No, it comes up as a fucking predicted on my phone. Is <laughs> it Circumstance Hill? We just couldn't fucking read. No, it is um, Circumstance Hill. It is a hill, but it's not Circumcision Hill. Come on, carry on talking while I find what, it. What are the pros? And, and, give us the background behind it. What's the pros and cons of being circumcised? You think it's called the Hill of Foreskins. <laughs> really? That's what it's called. That's the Hill of Foreskins. That's even worse. Uh, it's yeah. in Joshua five three. What's that? Chapter five, verse three. Yeah. Oh, your boy uh, knows. The Joshua made him sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel. Oh my God. Not that Joshua circumcised them himself any more than he made the knives himself, but he ordered both to be done and took care that they were done. And as any that had skill might make the knives, so might, might any circumcise. Circumcision was not restrained to any order of men, not to the priest and the Levit, Levites, Levites, but any might perform it, so that though the number to be circumcised was great, it might soon be finished and this was done. At the Hill of Foreskins, as the place is afterward called from hence. Oh. These being heaped up. <laughs> I'm just These saying. These being heaped up one upon another. A made mountain. A hill of them. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, a mountain of foreskins. Yeah, that's what it was. That is fucking bizarre. Is that in the Old Testament or the New? Don't know. Amen. Amen. Uh, mate, Amen. the hell of foreskins, baby. That's, uh, wor- that's worse than Christ. Circumcision Hill. Are you sure yeah. Circumcision Hill isn't... Apart there. I googled it, mate. Circumcision Hill. It would go hand in hand it, with that. There, there might have been a the big pile of foreskins. There's different maybe, versions of the Bible. Yeah, that, maybe this is the kid friendly one. Yeah, because yeah, a hill of foreskins is a bit. So basically, I was going to back some story on it. In primary school, he actually had quite a religious teacher. And one day we were doing some Bible studies or something. Yeah, God Squad. We were just reading through the chapters, mate. Yeah, <laughs> we saw Circumcision Hill. We're fucking crying, mate. Ah, yeah. oh, brilliant. But actually, it's the Hill of Foreskins. <laughs> that is deeply disturbing. Uh, I was circumcised when I was just a little boy. He was all almost. Is that because you had too much meat for the package? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To put it, put it bluntly. Yeah, yeah that, it was too. You know, my, my dick grew bigger than the foreskin, so they wanted to whip that shit off. But they didn't because your mum said you had a tooth issue. And she I had an abscess yeah. and they put me under anaesthetic and they were going to do both things at the same time because it's, obviously there's risks involved with putting a, a small five-year-old child. Yeah, a little wee man, a little wee boy. Rather. What do hospitals do with foreskins? They're including in dermographs. Luke, and George just finished his fucking, fucking point. Talking Sorry, that is he, is like, he is like, 
and I've got I, I also found the name of this person Odied, Odied Donny video. Thornbury <laughs> Adam Moore Thornbury <laughs> Anyway, I had an abscess and they, but they just took the tooth out. My dick solved itself. But I couldn't pull my foreskin back for ages. That is mental, mate. And I can't believe they didn't go back for seconds. Seconds. Like, the first time it hurts. Well, the, Lewis, for God's sake, can you go read this in the bathroom I'm, and then come back? No, I'm, I'm adding to your conversation. Oh, I thought you were just but reading. Pulling the foreskin. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Should we take a break? Foreskins. Because <laughs> we've just fucking started talking about Can you please get me to the hill of foreskins? <laughs> <laughs> Feed me a mountain of foreskin. <laughs> Okay, today's episode has been sponsored by Foreskins. Uh, yeah. Right, I think we'll Text take a little... four to 0076. <laughs> I think we'll take a little break and think about what we're going to talk about next. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll go sideways. We're just going yeah, sideways on fucking Foreskins. So we'll see you in a minute. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Thanks for listening to the first half. We're back with part two. Lewis, you touched on something earlier about area... 51, I believe it's called. <laughs> area 15. Yeah, Area 37. <laughs> but whistleblowing and, and things like that. What do you think is in Area 51? Do you think it houses extraterrestrial life forms? I've, for a long time, I sort of thought maybe that that had a lot to do with it. But then I started thinking more about weapons and flight systems. Okay. You know, like experimental aircraft you know, stealth, stealth stuff, weapons as well, you know, new guns in development or fucking body armour or stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, there's probably some other weird stuff in there. I don't know really, mate. Does anyone fucking know? Well, I, I, that'd be people that work there that know. Do you remember yeah. that Storm Area 51 thing a little while ago? Yeah, well, yeah, that didn't go down very well, did it? No, they can't stop all of us. This is what they, they can't. Can yeah, they will with the alien technology. They, 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 they just they will shoot you, won't they? If you go anywhere near that, will they just fucking shoot you? I think if you went into the site, they're well within the right to shoot. you. I've seen some videos of people getting near to it, and then all of a sudden, security at uh, the arm, the <clears throat> military shows up. Mm. They're like, how how do they know we're here? They've probably got a CCTV. Yeah, hidden in the fucking bushes and shit. Our friend who works at Area Fifty One. Really. And, uh, yeah, and he said, what, what's there is basically just shelves and shelves and shelves of the Henbrunt alien eggs that used to get as oh. toys. <laughs> <laughs> you grow your own. <laughs> For fuck's sake. They're growing it, man. <laughs> yeah. Put them in a the fridge no, and they grow. I don't believe there's fucking aliens, aliens at Area 51. I think is a secret military base. In fact... Weapons. I know so, because I'm pretty sure that SR-71 was developed at mm. Area 51. Is that the Blackbird? Yeah. But, however, with that said, what about all these... So, number one... Oh, fuck. I've got a mind blank. What's the place in America that's famous for alien sightings? Roswell. Roswell, baby. What about Roswell... And have you boys seen these videos of US jets... And the UFOs that they've got videos of. You're not seeing these? These the same things as Foo Fighters. That's not a joke. That's a band. It is a band. But no. you, you continue and then we'll... So basically on these, uh, I think it must be in San Diego where there's a lot of these US fighter jets have 
been conducting training, they've been seeing like UFO type things, like as in UFO, not as in aliens, as in unidentified fire yeah. object that goes super fast. Mm. They don't give off any heat radiation or anything like that. Mm. They're almost like drones and they can stop and turn on a sixpence. And it's actually caused that much of an issue that they brief pilots now to watch out for these because some people have really crashed into them and stuff like that. Shit. And that and it was confidential video footage, but the actual US Army or whatever have acknowledged it now. Have they not mm. attempted to shoot them down or anything like that? They can't, I suppose they can't track them or nah. no no missile lock because nah. there's no heat. It's off the head, mate. It's off the head. They yeah. go they go shoot they like almost feel like supersonic and they can stop. Mm. Oh, I wish I could I'll show you the video after a lot of light speed, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> and they can stop on a six months turn. Right now, a lot of people, a lot of like UFO enthusiasts, say that this is this is UFOs, aliens. Mm. But a lot of people have come out and said it's more interesting. Is that fuck me? What kind of weapons have been developed by foreign countries or the US? Mm. Yeah, that they, these things can. So it, it, they are like literally like drones. Perhaps they're just gaslighting themselves to cover. Yeah, perhaps <laughs> they might be testing other shit, mightn't they? There might be something out of Area Fifty One flying about out there. Are they in... No humans possible with taking that fucking amount of G-force, I wonder thought, anyway. That is a very good point, actually, though. Didn't even think of that. Yeah, I suppose you need a pilot capable of being able to withstand that sort of strain don't, on the body. Don't think any pilot could, pal. I really yeah, don't. Right, here's the video. Oh, yeah. I won't it, play the sound. It is interesting. So that is it flying right now, yeah? Yeah. Well, it's, it's showing up on the thermal camera there. It's white. Yeah. Thought you said you didn't get any heat signature. No, as in as in no thrusters. Like nothing oh, behind right. it, no wake of like yeah, heat yeah. wake. Oh right, yeah. Like a trail. Yeah. Shit. I tell you what, that's pretty fucking crystal clear, that footage as well. Yeah, mm. it's fucking mad, mate. What's it oh is it stopping? Apparently they fly close quite close to the sea as well. It just yeah, I think it just stopped there, it's finished. Oh is it? So it, that looks a lot like Would you freak out similar? If you, if you saw something like that, would you freak out? Mate, these fire pilots are convinced that they're like aliens. And they're fucking flying after it as well. They were no chance No, they weren't flying it. after it. They were flying by it. And they were, they, it was going so fast, they were struggling to lock onto it with the camera. That is he insane. Had to like, he had to manually like drag the camera across to, to lock, Fuck lock yeah. onto it. So from 1944 onwards, the US allied aircraft pilots in general reported seeing things that they called Foo Fighters. This is where Foo Fighters get their name okay, from. Okay, uh, Which were UFO sightings that pilots saw up in the sky. They presumed that they were secret weapons employed by the enemy. Why do they call them Foo Fighters? What, what, what does that mean, Foo? The nonsense word Foo emerged in popular culture during the early 1930s, first being used by cartoonist Bill Holman, who peppered his smoky stove of fireman cartoon strips with Foo signs and puns. But anyway, so they were like balls of light moving. There's possible explanations that they're electrostatic phenomenon similar to a thing called St. Elmo's fire. Don't. Electromagnetic phenomena or simply reflections of light form, light from ice crystals. Don't seem like that, does it? It's fucking magic. So St. Elmo's fire is a weather phenomenon which luminous plasma is created by a corona discharge from a rod-like object. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've seen some uh, discharge from coronas uh, 
from a rod like object, but they did not glow. <laughs> they're, they're seeing these nearly in the same place all the time, and it's it's acting the same every time they're seeing it. Oh, these things used to be seen at sea, St. Amos Fire. Yeah, that's more than a phenomenon, mate. It's been observed on the leading edges of airplanes. We are not alone. So I guess what we're... Do- what would be a Transformer? That'd be cool. <laughs> I personally think those sort of things I'm not sure about the Foo Fighters but these things I've seen I think they are either US weaponry or foreign weaponry mm. that we just don't you know they're so far advanced we don't know these people have these things imagine if they unleashed like send it over on attack yeah it's mad that, that thing just come and nothing you can do to stop it I just think it's like a super sick drone there was a sim- on them. there's a similar Roswell-esque incident in the UK, did you know? Is it Somerset or Wales? Down that neck of the woods, yeah. I think. Carrot country. And they see a lot, they see a lot of alien All right, my lover. All right, my lover. <laughs> yeah, where some object crashed and there was nothing there. and The airmen had to go look for it and they witnessed weird noises what? and saw different weird things and the it's area was just fenced mad. off and none of it was explained. I guess, yeah. Is the crash w- site still there? They clear it up. I'll have to get the video up. It's a Mark Fountain video. Basically, what happened were two it's... people in black suits come in. Yeah, and, uh, flash they... you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they put, they they put a sunglass on and I can't remember uh, the yeah. rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of them kept bragging about slapping a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I guess so. Do you guys believe, though, that there are aliens? Yeah. There is too much undiscovered, mate, so yeah. We, we can't discover it all. We don't know everything. Mm. Nowhere near. I just think with the size of the universe, it's almost a word out, but the probability of there being other life forms. It's ever expanded, isn't it? Yeah. So how, you, how we might not ever know, mate, because we're not going to be here long enough to fucking see. Mm. You know what I mean? It's going to be going on forever. I just think the probability of being an other life form is going to be huge. The biggest thing for me is that humans have their own bias because we live on Earth and our whole imagination, our whole brain is being created on this environment we live in. Mm. So when we think of aliens, we're thinking of life forms that I know they don't look exactly like us, but they have hands, feet, or yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, eyes. Yeah, we may That's freaking... That's what they've been portrayed on yeah, films. But, you know, that's based on our planet mm. there may be aliens out there that we can't see because our eyes have because their eyes have been developed for earth mm. that they actually can't see this other life form yeah, yeah no one's ever thought we that we only see a certain spectrum exactly and and we know we're picking <clears> them up and we say mm. oh wow we're looking for other earth-like planets but that doesn't mean to say life forms can't develop Elsewhere. on planets that aren't like earth so you reckon like dogs are more susceptible to seeing ghosts uh, yeah, because they, re- they see different frequencies or hear different yeah, frequencies? They can sense paranormal. I reckon dogs, yeah, yeah, and also dogs don't have aren't constricted by any sort of bias. So they reckon that kids as well and ki- babies are more, and children are more likely to see things. But as you get older, you become more skeptical, and then because you write them off as oh, it's just the wind. Yeah, your brain oh, shuts it's just it a out. Creaky floorboard. You believe in ghosts, didn't you, George? You said you've seen ghosts and shit. Yes. Have you really? Yeah. Where at? Tell me. Tell me some more. I saw a ghost. Well, I think I saw a ghost. I don't know if I was just... Ghost having... stories are fucking... I'm on high way. alert to fuck tonight. I've been lying in bed scared. <laughs> I've, I've felt presence of things that shouldn't have been there. 
before I've and George the, is the original Derek Acora. Yeah. <laughs> I sort I sort of know what you're on about. I've I've felt occasionally in places like something is there behind yeah. me sort of thing. Can we leave George to tell us about his fucking ghost story, mate? Because it's super interesting. And I want you to talk about Pete's ghost story or uh, the okay. monitor the monitoring the oh, baby monitor. Yeah, thing. hearing things over the baby yeah. monitor. So oh, I, I'm I, be I scared got to tonight. go through a piss once and I felt as if I brushed past a, like a girl on the landing. And it's then your you, sister. <laughs> Next. Right. <laughs> right. Okay, that's been me for today. Thank you for listening. I'm going home. at the pub as well. Loads of people see ghosts at the particular pub that I work at. I've heard people behind me, and I've turned around, and there's been nobody in the whole pub. Just back to the girl thing. So you, fa- <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, no. Continue, continue. You felt like you brushed past a girl. Yes. How could you sort of tell it was a girl, not a boy? Because I had an erection. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I could see it. I could feel it. Obviously, I just got up, so I probably was in this state of like not yeah. being awake. Not, but I just felt like there was someone walking past me. And as I got to the toilet and I started weeing, all of a sudden, the realisation of what I had just felt or seen at the corner of my eye. Now, obviously, I can rationalise that way as it was just my imagination. You were but, half asleep, admittedly. Yeah, but then, you know, was it, uh, you know... You'd soon wake up anyway. At the pub, people have seen ghosts. There's this one woman who was sat by herself having a drink and a couple of people saw her and no one saw her leave and then when they went to go check the table she wasn't there she'd never been there oh, fuck me and then we had another there. woman who came over and said to the landlord I'm scared did a guy called whatever his name was used to drink here and they she, they said yeah she goes, did he look like this? And she, they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, he's been sat over there looking at you the whole time and then just like left. <laughs> what? Now, she could very well have known that person and known that they knew them. But then why would you go and do that? Like, it seems like such an odd thing Mate. to do. But then when my little brother Pete was younger, yeah, they did hear a voice talking to him over the intercom and he replied back. And then when they went upstairs, there was nobody there. <laughs> Mate, that is fucking mad. <laughs> My sister's yeah. seen my sister's seen ghosts and stuff, and she gets really bless her. She gets really embarrassed about it. I'm getting quite she, scared there. She finds the stories quite embarrassing. So <laughs> I'm assuming the lights on tonight. Yeah. <laughs> when our cousins, um, they had a stepdad here who used to have this house, which is quite an old house in like the countryside, and it had a basement and stuff. It was like a really old house. It was Ooh. quite quite freaky, but basements. Yeah, but. When we used to stay there, she used to hear people in the kitchen mm. chinking glasses and talking to each other, like, and they were like Irish people, like they were like the old family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like around the dinner table, like chinking her glasses and stuff, mm. which is pretty mad. And on holiday, she swears by this, and she gets embarrassed because everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. but she swears she saw an angel. Sitting on a rock. Fucking mad, mate. Something that looked like an angel. A lot of the scepticism comes because it's always just one person that's seen it. No one's ever there to see it with you. Yeah, to be honest, Mm. I don't don't believe in ghosts. I'm partial to a bit of ghost stuff. I just think it's it's just your brain. It's just your brain. No one knows. Do you think it's your brain picking... Maybe maybe this is going to sound... Maybe we're going to have to apologise for this next episode once we fact-check it. But if energy doesn't disappear, it just gets transferred. Am I correct in saying that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that energy doesn't just disappear. Oh, yeah. Oh, it would go into heat or it would go yeah, into yeah. sound or... Yeah, it's just transferred. So surely the yeah. electricity in your brain... The energy ends eventually, doesn't it? No. Well, what? 
No, it just it's gets converted. It's gone. it's gone. Yeah, but it's converted into something else. It's got converted yeah, into kinetic what? energy. Look, look you did triple science. You should be fucking. Yeah, that's what I'm this. saying. I've. It's right. The sound. Yeah. Now where's the energy gone? Dark matter. Nothing. Oh, no, no. It's gone. It might have gone into the potential some gone. waves or some shit. But anyway, mm, but. but uh, People must leave some sort of electromagnetic imprint on the universe. Nah. Do you think the brain activity so. and then, you know, it just lingers there? Have you been yeah. taking your medicine, mate? The spirit. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit. Where does the spirit go then? Is That's there a such thing. thing as a spirit? No, no. Like, when you die, They're living, have you a spirit. just fucking go, mate. Like, no, no, because, it just yeah, never exists. There are loads of spirits at my pub. They're all on optics. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it happens too much, and people always say they see things. Yeah, but I think it happens to a tip particular type of person. Someone who but believes. I'd say my sister is very similar to you. I want to believe. And you're both, yeah, and I guess... Open-minded. Lewis, have you ever seen it, guys? Because you're the least open-minded person, according to that personality test. I don't think I have, mate, no. And so if something happened, if you got home and things would be rearranged in your house, would you think it's a ghost or would you think... Actually, my mum and dad said that once, that the living room, the surround sound, the old cabled surround sound around the mm. living room. And my dad said he'd come down one day, or quite the showers, you know, the speakers had moved, no one was there. Mm. And oh, I don't know if my mum or someone said they've heard music playing downstairs before on its own, which is a bit odd. I'll I tell you what, I had a weird experience once when I was younger. I went upstairs and I was talking to myself, I think, and I said something about someone that died. You know, I, was, I think I was basically saying, you know, if there was anywhere letting me know they were out there still, mm. it'd be fucking quite cool. And I turned the light switch on or off, and the ball blew straight away. Ooh. Right after I'd said it. Yeah. Maybe coincidence, but I was like, that's really quite strange. But do you think coincidence is just a way to expl- explain something? It's easy is... to brush it off as coincidence, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, mate. So I'll give you a little story then. My stepdad had two friends, still has two friends, who went, they were a couple who went yeah, travelling. <laughs> yeah, and I, I wouldn't butcher this story. I might have to ask him to tell it to me again but from what i can recollect they were traveling the world and they were in vietnam or somewhere and they were out in the sticks and they stayed in a hotel a shady little hotel and one room was cheaper than the rest of them and they were in separate beds and one of them woke up and there was a woman hovering over the bed screaming at him and the other one could feel that something was happening and they both shut up like what the fuck was that went to the desk and the guy was like that happens a lot oh, fuck we'll get you a different man. room that is <laughs> so off how do you explain mate. that that's off the head yeah stuff end, like that makes me believe in yeah. it people ain't making people aren't making that up yeah. are they they ain't mm. they're not people can't just make the same fucking yeah. thing up every time random people from all over the world saying the same thing that ain't coincidence to be fair I've had a similar experience as a hotel I um, stayed in a room it was the same price as all the others and woke up one time to uh, a woman called Mary she was saying Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny, mate. Have you seen that? Have you seen that on uh, <laughs> Derek Akora? No. Oh, no. mate, I'll send you the video afterwards. It's uh, on, uh, what was it called? Um, Ghost Hunters or something oh, like that. Yeah, he was yeah, on. yeah, on MTV or something. He was like, he said he was like, he, could, he was like, um, what are they called? 
the people who speak to spirits and ghosts. Oh, and uh, like clairvoyant. Yeah, it sounded kind of like that. And he is like, oh, I'm speaking. Sp- <gasps> I've been taken over. <laughs> Mary, Mary loves dick. Mary loves dick. <laughs> <laughs> I said to the video, it's fucking world class. Would you, would you ever do any of that? What? Ghost hunting shit. Uh, to be honest, I don't believe in ghosts, but it would freak me out too much. Like if I saw something, they, they would use just some haunt things. Me yeah. What do they? They record on them special what, uh, recording device. What is it? it? Picks up electric magnetic fucking like a spectrogram yeah. or something. Like that. Yeah, but then they can also hear voices and shit. When they do the old asylums on that, I'm like, that is fucking creepy. Would you ever do a Ouija board? No. Interesting story though. <laughs> No, I wouldn't, mate. Don't fuck, don't fuck with the spirit world. So you must not. So you must believe in them, then. My dad said he'd done one when he was younger. His mates did one when he was younger. You always hear stories about Ouija boards. They, they were pissing about the Ouija board, and uh, next thing you know, there's a lot of banging and shit going on, and then the dog's going ballistic. The mm. dog fucking turned, just went bananas. Like, what we should do? Set it up. And we're not doing a Ouija board. We here. should do a Ouija board. On the podcast, on the podcast, not yeah. interested. Yeah, Liz, oh, come on, mate. Puss cake. I believe you say you don't believe in it, and now you fucking. I, I, I didn't do a Ouija say board. I didn't believe. I'm partial, but trying to dip your toe. The thing is, no, about Ouija boards, if you do a Ouija board, it takes you into the realms. It can fuck you up. People <laughs> 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 like that kid's fucking <laughs> film. What's it called? Uh, what Dr- Jumanji? Jumanji. <laughs> do not mess with the spirits, mate. <laughs> Nah, yeah, the spirits, I don't know, man. The thing is, Ouija boards, yeah, people either experience nothing or they experience something horrible. Like, you never hear of like a positive experience from a Ouija board, mate. Let's do a Ouija board on the potty. Yeah. I'm not interested. Why not? Do you need a clairvoyant to do one? Nah, we just fucking buy a Ouija Harriet, board. Harriet, no, Harriet's boyfriend's mum or grandma's a clairvoyant. Maybe you should get her on. Why yeah. do you do? Ask questions and then the thing moves around on the board with all your hands on it. You have your yeah. hand on it and I think it guides your hand to spell something out. The words yes, no, occasionally, hello and goodbye along with various symbols and graphics. Not interested. I'm straight up not interested. Bang it in the Amazon basket. Because if something does happen, I'll be freaked out to fucking I won't want to be here on my own ever again. <laughs> I'm telling you now. Paranormal and supernatural beliefs associated with Ouija have been criticised by a scientific community and are characterised as pseudoscience. The action of the board can be most easily explained by unconscious movements of those controlling the pointer, a psycho-philosophical phenomenon known as idemotor effect. Let's do a fucking Ouija board on the podcast, come on. No. Come on, mate, you fucking epic. What would you do if we were doing the Ouija board and suddenly the mics and the... The pod equipment turned off. Yeah. And he heard, Merry Sex Day! <laughs> I think it'd freak me out if something happened. Yeah. It would. I'm telling you, it would. What it happens if it spelled Lewis is a Neanderthal? <laughs> I already know that. The spirit realm. <laughs> no need to tell me. I don't know. I think that when we die, we must go some somewhere. Nah, we just fucking. Can we not get onto this conversation? When we die, it makes me triggered. (laughs) My sister talks about the time. She was like, "Please don't." She was like, "You know, makes me anxious." People talk about life after death and stuff. She's like, "If you've ever fainted, you'll realise that when you die, you die. Mm. Because when you faint and you wake back up, wake you come to, 
You can't remember that. You were fucking passed out. Oh, yeah. I'm getting anxious in a minute. Gee, I, I watched... don't like this. This oh, is one wait, subject that gets me so bad. Why are you so scared of death? I don't know, mate. Well, we're just... about to go deeper here, Lewis, because I watched a video the other day about how to imagine the tenth dimension. Lewis is out. Well, Turn the headphones down. <laughs> the tenth dimension. What's that? Uh, I, I find it really difficult to, to describe. I'm it, scared but... of dying. I'm going to smack the fag. We... <laughs> so we live in the third dimension. Yes. Right. And then we exist in the fourth dimension, the fourth dimension being time. So if you imagine like the fourth dimension being like a line of when you were born and when you were dead. Great. That timeline, like you exist at every single point along that. So it's not only your like physical self, but it's the point in the universe in which that self existed. So I'm pretty sure then the fifth dimension is like the separate timelines for those existences to happen. So if you've made a different decision. And as it goes up, there's like infinity, every possibility within the universe. And then as it goes higher from that. Sorry, George, I'll meet you. Yeah, I know. I just I disappeared for a second. I was muting Lewis. And then you've got then all the other infinite possibilities that could happen and it goes up and up and up. I'll have to get the video back up to better explain it, but what I'm trying to get at is that do you think that possibly ghosts or seeing ghosts or feeling presences are just us maybe dipping into the next dimension? What ourselves? Because if these things have always existed and will always exist in a point in which they do at a higher dimension because the every infinite possibility is going to exist at that point, maybe we're just perceiving a bleeding of... Things that have already been. Because we were always here. <laughs> that's fucking... That's what, uh, uh, <laughs> you fucking lost me, fucking mate. You've lost me, lost that's you fucking weird. Dimension. <laughs> Who, who's saying this, George? Who, whose theory was that? Well, that's my theory about that's ghosts. That's your theory you've About had. ghosts, because I watched this video the other day. Who's, who's is the dimension theory? I'm going to find the video... It's only five minutes. Sounds fucking hippie nah, to me, No, let's not watch the video. We don't want five minutes of video on air. I won't let's, let's just talk about it. it. Nah, 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 let's just talk about it. Do you think the, <clears throat> the loads of different timelines existing... All at the same time. Time creates spirits and ghosts. Yeah, so at the tenth dimension, what he was saying is that every possibility of every infinite form of the universe all exists at this one point, and we can't imagine anything beyond that point because every infinity exists within this one point. So because everything exists at the same time, as a third dimensional being, we can only perceive time at the present. Is your fucking is this man a hippie or something? No, he's a scientist. It's very far fetched uh, this is. Well, it's far fetched because it hurts the brain to think about it. But if you imagine time if time is a line, then everything that has happened exists in the fourth dimension, but we're bound by our three dimensional perception. Okay. But then if you were to move up the dimension, you'd be able to see everything that has happened. So then how can we see... Are you saying when we see ghosts and stuff, we've elevated that next dimension? Mate, are we just... It's bleeding through it from the next dimension. Is it just bleeding through? Are we just getting this like glimpse into what has happened? That's why I turn into an assassin. I'd say not, George. Because <laughs> it's never... It's always a... Well, A, it's a random ghost. Nobody gets the Assassin's Creed joke. Carry on. Love Assassin's Creed. It's a random ghost normally yeah, when people uh, see them, isn't it? You what? It's, it's normally a random ghost that when people see them, right? What do you so, mean? Well, when you see a ghost, it's no one you fucking know, is it? Right, normally. Yeah, but how yeah it's quite, that's quite interesting, so how, isn't it? So how would that be bleeding through from another dimension where you don't know this person? 
Yeah, but they lived. They lived there because at they, some point. Yeah, they existed in that that three dimensional spot oh. at some at some point during that third dimensional timeline. They exist. So, for example, they existed twenty no a hundred years before you. Yes, but at the tenth dimension, it all comes. It's all on at one point, right? Yes. So then, if you ever elevate to that dimension. You'll be able to hear and see see those people because the so timelines come the together. Third eye, do, you, the third do you know what a Mobius strip is? No. It's like if you get a piece of paper uh-huh. and then you t- put a twist in it and then meet it up, you will be able to go around the whole thing without changing the side or something. No, it's like an infinite if you strip put, if you got a pencil and drew, you can go all the way around it. Yeah, without having to take the pencil off, it's despite like, going inside out. It's like the upside down on Stranger Things. I don't, know. I, don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know the science behind that. But if you imagine time as a line, but then it's turned into a circle, then you're just repeating it. It's always going. It's always been there. So if you imagine time as like a flat circle where everything has happened, it's always been there. There's just different paths. Yeah. Basically, all leads. All the timelines from the whole of every timeline ever. Well, how are you explaining means- this? Because you were fucking gone out a minute ago. I know, but George just explained it. I kind of understand what he's saying. Yeah, I see what you mean with the Mobius strip. There's mm. loads of different timelines. Yeah, they've always been there. You're just Here we on go. One, you're Here we on go. Path. There's loads of different timelines. Say they're staggered by time. Mm. <laughs> say so- someone's life is one timeline. Mm-hmm. Your timeline's another like your your period of existence is another timeline and a staggered. Yes. In the tenth dimension, I guess they would all be yeah, at the same up. time. Everything. Well, we won't even have to go as high as the tenth dimension to to see these things. We really just need to watch this video because it will really explain. We we'll watch well. it. We're doing the we'll homework. Do some homework for next week. But anyway, I, you know, Fucking we'll talk about time travel next. Have you week. had any ghostly experiences, OJ, apart from Mary loves Dick? <laughs> <laughs> and that was just a joke. There's one with Derek. Have you ever felt anything? Um, felt like you're not alone. Never, to be honest. Sometimes you think, whoa, fuck me, that's a ghost. And then mm. you take a minute and you look at and you're like, oh, no, it's just like a, a jumper. All right. Mm. Oh, it's, it was just the wind blowing. Oh, you have a really bad habit of in the dark making shapes out of things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's why I think ghosts come from. Like, if that happens to everybody, like, you know, you see things at night because mm. of low light then it's easy for you to perceive that you that's saw a imag- ghost at any time. That's your imagination it, yeah. running away. And yeah. the human mind is designed to make images of stuff. Yeah, mm. fill the blank. You know, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't want to see unknowns. Yeah. I guess so, it's, yeah. It's the same way a painter can look at a blank canvas and, and fill it with a yeah, painting. exactly. I guess why people are scared of the dark. Because it's unknown. Did you hear that ghost then? What was that noise? What was Mate, that? It's it just sent chills yeah. through my fucking... Did you hear Shit, that? Yeah, we were talking about... The Did new... you actually hear that? Yeah, I heard it. it what was... the fuck was that? It was outside, I think. Fuck me, that is I a fucking... I heard it come from the kitchen. That is Mary talking to <laughs> yeah. us. Mate, I've got fucking chills, mate. Yeah. about fucking ghosts. I just... Oh, right, for the us. listeners, we just heard something through, like, a noise through the headphones. The Hopefully windows it open. Hopefully yeah. it was outside. The microphones are very sensitive. Yeah. What about exorcisms? Do you think people uh, can be exercised? Well, that's, it's been about for a long time, hasn't it, exorcism? Exorcism, you're going to have to explain it to me because the only way I know it is through the exorcist. Yeah. It's when people are on a bed and like a, a, <laughs> someone comes in and... A priest. Yeah. yeah, people are possessed by a demon or a spirit. 
Fucking hell, get in where, the where are they meant to come from? Demons and spirits. Where are they coming from? Where are they created? Well, I mean, if I. Uh, it's a never-ending circle, mate. It is a never-ending circle. If we exist, and then we believe that there's a possibility that aliens might exist. So, for example, I watched a video talking about that if the the universe is ever expanding, as Lewis correctly pointed out earlier, it will eventually expand to a size to like a Googleplex squared, some some shit like that, to the power of a Googleplex, which I think is one with a million zeros after it. Cool. Will Within the realms of quantum physics, the universe will get so large that there will be repetitions because there's a finite number of states. And so at some point, somewhere in the universe, there'll be the exact repetition of us three sat here doing the same thing. What are doppelgangers believing then? Well, <sighs> fucking hellless. I'm trying to explain something. You just fucking jam something uh, in. Sorry, it's like, you ever see that picture of the guy on the bike? He just like jams the stick in the front <laughs> wheel and ends up on the floor. It's like, why don't we understand oh, this? Donnie, shut up yeah. for a second. I'll, I'll, finished. Go, I'll go to doppelganger. What do you know? thought was finished. <laughs> Did you hear the full stop? Right, I think what happens in his mind, right, yeah. is like he hears someone talking, he's like, fuck, I've lost track of this conversation. <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's like, doppelgangers. Yeah. <laughs> abort, 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 abort this conversation. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is that anything is possible. So then we think, okay, well, if aliens can exist and they might exist in forms that we can't imagine or perceive, then is it beyond the realms of possibility that something like a god exists or spirits exist mm. or ghosts exist? It's all these unknowable things. The unknown scary, mate. Okay, now doppelgangers, Lewis, is people that look similar to you or look exactly the same. Yes. And there are. I've seen similar doppelgangers to me. Dave always used to send us the picture of the German from the Maccabees who used to say I look like him. <laughs> I see people out all the time. Now, I would like to, if I ever had the funding for it, to start some sort of research into there are a certain number of variations of what a human face can look like. Do you not think? Yeah. Because you see people that look very similar. Yeah. Like and you can almost categorize them in like your face type 1A, your 1B. Yeah, yeah it's like the Sims, mate. It's only a limited amount of choices. Exactly. <laughs> so from that sense... I can see your green diamond too. Seven, <laughs> <laughs> seven billion people. There's going to be like similar repetitions. Oh, no, you're a doppelganger. It's the blobfish. It <laughs> <laughs> looks so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was that soldier in the war museum in oh, Belgium. Oh shit! Yeah, we remember we saw that little dude that looked like Lewis. <laughs> yes, in I remember picture. now. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. That, that was pretty shit hot as well. Yeah. We're far off looking like me. Do you know what people say that like James A. Caster, the James comedian? A. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm gutted about Joe Lycett. Butters. You look like Joe Lycett. Who's Joe Lysett? He's a gay comedian. Do you say like Jesse Pinkman? Yeah, you do. Yeah, when you had shaved head, you do like Jesse Pinkman. Because I think it's oh, I can see eyes. where they're coming from. Yeah, oh, mate, it's bad. People, Jack always used to get frustrated with me because I would mistake celebrity or actors for other actresses. So I would say they look like that person, and they'd be like, "No, it's fucking not." Yeah, to be honest, this annoys me about you as well. Yeah, you always see people in other people, and I just don't see it at all. Yeah, and Jack says the exact same thing. Now, in my perception, I'm either my imagination is morphing people's faces to look like someone else. But I think that I just see this sort of pattern 
that I can then like, you know, when they do like a comparison, they layer on top of each other. And in my brain, it's going, it's a 68% match. They look similar. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember when I used to go out in Leeds. And I used to uh, be, sadly, on the ease. I would, people's, I used to trip out hard. And so I would see people's faces. In other, and I would keep going up to people and be like, oh, are you right, James? I'm like, oh, it's not James. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> And I did it five times in one night. My girlfriend said, you've got to stop doing that. It's getting weird. People think you're a weirdo. And then I went up to somebody and I was like, Asha. She's like, oh my God, yeah. And I'm like, okay, redemption. <laughs> I've won. After five attempts of thinking I knew everybody. Oh, mate. Yeah, you do it all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, that looks nothing like that person. <laughs> Who was it you said looked like? Who's the girl off skins with the blonde hair? Not Effie. Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. There was someone you say, oh, yeah, she looks like Cassie. It's like, she looks nothing like her, man. What is the fucking wrong with you? Maybe I just misremember. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you think she looks like her in your head. When you see them in face, you're probably like, actually, maybe not. Mm. I think it's your double astigmatism. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, light yeah. bouncing off them will reflect yeah, all weird yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really should be putting some glasses on. <laughs> But, Excuse me. Oh, do you wear glasses, don't you? Meant yeah, to. I'm supposed to, yeah. Because I've got a stigmatism too. Unlucky boys. Yeah. 2020 over here. <laughs> uh, I need to do an eye test. Maybe we should do a podcast in our spec savers. <laughs> <laughs> Go my ball. We'll just think at the highest score. <laughs> and then get the optician to explain it to us. So, like the personality test where we have to decide for ourselves. <laughs> oh, sorry, you got cataracts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be so on edge tonight thinking about ghosts and shit. You should be. You're going to wake up covered in ectoplasm. <laughs> I'll be like, it's just normal morning. I'm going to hear a noise. I'll be like, oh, what was that? Yeah, especially in a house. I find like if you're in a house on your own, you tend to That's when they get you, mate. pick up more on sounds. That's mm. when they come to get you. Yeah, when you've got people in the house. Because I, I suppose if you've got people in the house, you can attribute sounds to other people in the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're alone, you're like, for sure, you know that's not When you you're in a new place it. as well, you hear different noises, oh, that mate. pranks me out. It's fucking like, freaky, to be fair. You're not used to it, you don't like it. I tell you what, if, you listen, if you're listening to the podcast and you've got any cool ghost stories, email them in mm. to comfortlydumb at protonmail.com. It's dear comfy dumb. Oh, shit. <laughs> dear comfy dumb at protonmail.com. I'll put it in the description for you. Yes. Email us your ghost stories and we'll talk about them. Cause oh, I love talking about ghost stories, even mm. I don't believe in it. Some of them are fucking epic. Or alien stories. Or if alien you've stories. ever been anally probed in a UFO, we'd love to hear about it. We'd love to hear they about it. They reckon there's one just up, up the road here, don't they? Ghosts that used to run across the road on horseback. The fucking headless fucking horseman. Sounds like something of Harry Potter. Up oh, by the quarry. Yeah. Well, people have seen him, apparently. I've never seen him. Mm. But every time I drive down there in the dark... Look out for him. Late at mm. night, that's all you're thinking of, isn't it? <laughs> and that probably has something to do with seeing them. Yeah, mm. probably. Because it's on your mind like fucking... Do you think there's mad. ever anybody, like we've discussed on the podcast before, about liars? Do you think there's anybody just make up ghost stories? And then everybody just believes it. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, probably. It's easy to do, isn't it? Because mm. no, no, one's, no one can prove you wrong. Yeah, there's mm. no proof involved. Yeah. You don't have to fact check it. Exactly. Like, does it make like does it add to your personality? Then it has to get through an ethics board. <laughs> 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 I've, I've seen a ghost. Like, oh, that's cool. Yes, yeah, it's, it's so easy. To Maybe I'll start making ghost stories up myself. The Nazis did a lot of experiment into the occult. 
Really? Call it. Yeah. There's a, interesting. Yeah, they all went to Argentina, didn't they? And that's why they all believe in ghosts over there. Well, there was that famous archaeologist, though, that found the Ark of the Covenant. Oh, Indiana Jones? That's the one. Right. Are we dry here now? Have we finished? I think we could. Yeah, we, we could, we could, could prattle on. another round for an hour. <laughs> we could prattle on about ghosts and aliens and stuff, but... Yeah, we don't is... know how we feel. So we're going to go away. We're going to read about the tenth dimension. We're going to read into ghosts and aliens. And we're going to come back to you next week with some facts. Because I hear you guys like facts. <laughs> you know, things like climate change and other yeah. bullshit. <laughs> Mr. Climate change, isn't, Mr. climate change isn't real over there. Yeah. Anyway. All right. I guess we'll call it there. Yeah, it's been been a good one. This has been episode 14, because the last one was a two-parter. We are forging ahead. Yep. And we shall see you next Sunday, 6pm sharp. On the dot, be there, be square. It'll be a 6.30 kickoff, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Light over there all the time. Oh, yeah. All right. Anyway, goodbye. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye-bye.